opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is I Love Braille, sponsored by East Bay Center for the Blind, and the normal host is Professor Yolene Shaw, as, of course, most of you know, unless you're new. And he used to be with Hadley School, but they foolishly let him and several other people go, and now he's doing his thing here, which I, of which I'm very, very glad. So I'm Rick Andrus, as again, most of you know, and I get to pretend I'm a host today on, ta-da, I have a question. And so... Here we are, and if that talking computer was kind of blotting out some of the instructions, if you're on a Windows computer, you can, let's see if I get this right, you can mute and unmute with Alt-A and raise and lower your hand with Alt-Y, which I'm trying to remember by the candy mnemonic, yo. (laughs) And on a Mac, it is, I believe it said, Command, is that the same as options? Plus shift A to mute and unmute. And options Y to raise and lower your hand. I think I got that right. Is that right, Ibrahim? Exactly. So, okay. Um, so for everyone from learning the alphabet to grade three, um, This is your time to sing out and say, well, I get it or I don't get it. Either I I get it, except there's this detail, or I'm nearly lost, but can you enlighten me on da-da-da-da-da? We have a very nice slate of people here, and uh, nobody's going to make fun of you for what you might think is a dumb question. I sure ask my share. So um, I don't know if there's really anything more we need to say at this moment. Uh, so do we go right to the questions? I've supplied a few of my own that I don't think we've covered in the event that no one else does. Um, so are there any hands up? We have two participants with raised hands. Um, Linda is first. Hi, Rick. Okay. And thank Hi there. You, I guess you've unmuted. I did unmute. You. Yeah. How about that? Go ahead. Um, I am reading Harry Potter. Well, let me let me All start right. by saying yes. I am I am a very new reader of Braille. I have only learned UEB, and I'm only a a third of the way through the fourth course for Hadley. Ooh, you're brave. Uh, did well, you know EBAE before, or is this the first Braille experience? No, this is it. And the, th- and oh, wow. the thing Go is ahead. that the, this book happens to be in EBAE. So I'm uh, yes. accidentally learning that at the same time. However, my right. question is, the word Hermione is being mm-hmm. spelled out. It's H, and then it uses a symbol for E-R, and then right. it's M-I-O-N-E. But it's spelling out O-N-E. It's not across That's the, the way symbol. I read it, too, but I think my book's in EBAE as well. 
Uh, yeah. That's one of the trickiest of the signs, and I don't know all the answers either because they do use a dot five o in words like money and honest and phone, nearly everything else that has o n e in it. But some of those things, like Italian foods, might end in o n e and Hermione and a few other things they don't. And frankly, I don't know why. So if someone else does. I'm all eyes. <laughs> I think that hasn't changed in UEB, but if someone else knows different, I'm I'm here. I'd love to know. Um, I'm not sure if Beth has any comments. The answer. No, I I don't understand what we're talking. I just got in because I had to enter a meeting passcode and all this kind of crap. So I don't even know what we're what what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. She uh, was it. Linda is uh, yeah. reading. Harry Potter, and she's fairly new to Braille, and has uh, as UEB is the first thing she's learning, and she uh, got hold of some Braille uh, Harry Potter in EBAE. So I commend her oh. bravery for even trying to tackle something like that this early in her experience. But uh, the name Hermione, she was questioning that the O N E at the end is written out instead of dot five O, like you'd have in alone or phone or money or honest monetary, mm. or almost any other O-N-E word, except uh, for some reason, certain words have O-N-E at the end, like uh, minestrone and the name Hermione, that um, they write the O-N-E out. And mm. I'm afraid I do not know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. I, I never have seen that unless that was just a mistake that they made. I Because usually they write dot I five think, O. I, I actually think I know why. Now that, I've, now that I've heard you saying it, Hermione, the E is pronounced, so it is across the syllable. That's true, and that mattered in EBAE most of the time. But then why would they use the dot five O in honest and money? Money, yeah. That's e where I'm going, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, I'm not Valine? much help. Where's Valine when you need him? Um, <laughs> no kidding. There's the hand as well. Hello? I'm writing the question down here. Hello, this is Alice. Hi, Hi Alice. Alice. I just think that uh, my recollection is that it does have, in BAE, it had to do with the syllabication and how the word is pronounced. In Hermione, I believe the I-O is considered a diphthong, and so they're trying to make that more readable, is my guess. And in the other words, of which you gave fine examples, telephone, phone, money, and so forth, the O-N are in the syllable, and the break is after the letter N. And I think where they're spelling out the O-N-E is when the break in the syllabication is after the O. Well, in EBAE, that might matter. I didn't think it did in UEB, but I'm open to suggestions. It doesn't in UEB. And also, the I and the O are in separate syllables in Hermione. Hermione. Yeah. So I'm still at a loss, but thanks for the suggestion. I wrote the question down so I can forward that on. Okie dokie, thanks. 
Okay. Um, Jill has a hand raised. Hello. Um, my question is, I want to get a new um, Bluetooth keyboard that I use when I use my iPhone. And I was looking into the um, Logitech 380 that I often hear people recommend. But it, I was wondering, it, and it's just a regular QWERTY keyboard, do, does anyone know if you can switch it to make it be like a six cell braille input so that I can type in braille to practice. Um, you know, I like to just practice using the, um, you know, the Perkins style. So that's my question. If you know, Rick, or if I anyone... hope someone does, because yeah, technology is not my bad. <laughs> what can I say? I'm bad in a thousand here. Okay, well, I'll just throw it out there. I suspect that the answer is yes, but I hope somebody can explain that. Okay. We have no okay, Anybody have any ideas on that question? Oh, we have no additional raised hands. Ooh, ouch. Okay, I will write that one down also. Okay. Now, this is on a refreshable Braille device we're talking about? Um, no, it's just I do a Bluetooth connection to my iPhone, so when I type, I don't have to use the um, on-screen. Okay, so it's your iPhone you're typing on? Well, I'm not. I'm type, I want to type on the keyboard to avoid typing on the iPhone screen. Okay, I'm trying to get a picture of this. You're typing on your computer? No, and I'm, it attaches to the iPhone. Yeah, it's just a Bluetooth right? um, keyboard that oh, I pair. Okay. I, yeah, I just pair the keyboard with the um, with my iPhone. And I'm his other half, and I was going to ask you real quick. Does that help you to use that keyboard? Oh, I, that's the only way I've ever have done it. Because I talked to Text Lady, and Text Lady needs to go to her room from time to time. <laughs> oh, I love she doesn't the, get half of it right. I mean, like when I have my Bluetooth keyboard connected, I it's just like I'm on a computer. Um, we well, do not, have can you save like you do on the computer? And then I'll get back to the. I'll keep I'm my mouth shut from now on. That's okay. I'm sorry. What did you ask? Can you save things? on the, that keyboard or is it just for typing? It's just like, for typing. It's just for okay. input into the, um, into your iPhone. Okay. Or you could do Thank it you. to your i or an iPad as well. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have someone with the label um, iPhone. Can you identify yourself? Yes. Hi, uh, Abraham. It's Jody. Okay. Okay, I wrote that down, um, so I can ask yeah, that question. Coming? Yes, I, I, I don't know specifically, but I am assuming that you probably won't be able to do it because what you're using when you have a, a QWERTY keyboard Bluetooth to your phone is you're going to be using all of the basic Mac commands. And, mm -hmm. um, and so I don't think you can use the three 
uh, you know, the six keys in order to do Braille import. I'm not, I'm not specifically sure. I can try to find out from a group that I'm a member of. But offhand, I would say probably not. Okay, I've got the question written down have, here too. We also have Dawn raised the hand uh, after that question. Okay, I don't, I'm with Jody and I don't think you're going to be able to do it. I think the only thing, I think the only thing that you can do it with is a computer and I think it's only Windows, but don't quote me on it because I, I will tell you one place to go. You might be able to get some answers. Um, I would call Apple's accessibility number and see if they can get you anything. I can give you the number real quick so you can write it down if you want to. Okay. Do you, do you, okay, that would be great. Do you, do you, are you ready to write it down real quick? Yes. Okay. One, eight, seven, seven, two, zero, four three nine three zero and they're open 24 7 so oh okay yep. thank you you're welcome okay um we have beth sand from earlier i'm not sure if she had a question um that that must have been you I probably didn't have it lowered, but I actually do have okay. a question. I, um, uh, I have, I kind of forgot, like, what, what is the at, like, like when you're writing ads, like a, <coughs> like an email address. And I'm, I'm wondering what, um, the ad sign is and, and, uh, um, keyboard, it's a shift of the numeric. Two. No, no. No, um, the the in uh, UEB. Oh, it's a dot four A. Oh, dot four A. Right. Or dot four A is an Apple. Uh, in okay. fact, they added that one and several others before UEB, like in twenty o two or something. That oh. copyright and registered trademark and several several others cross hatch. Mm hmm. Okay. Thanks. So you can you can use that anywhere now. Oh oh like like in it email address and yeah right yeah you wouldn't use it in a word like bat but uh no. email address <laughs> or any, uh even a, a business situation where you're talking about so many widgets at so-and-so price if if in print they have an at sign you can use it in braille too oh there is a widget sign in braille too you you are saying about widget well you're by you're ordering so many widgets at a certain price, then the at sign can be used. If it's used in print, you can use it in Braille too. Oh, okay. Okay, thanks. Sure. Okay, and um, Hannah, I'm not sure if Hannah had a question. I'd raise my hand because I have me a partial answer for the first question about the ONE. Right. Okay. I don't think that's changed in UEB because I came across the name Hermione, H-E-R-M-I-O-N-E. It's an mm -hmm. author's name for a book and I wondered, hmm, wonder why they don't use the 
0.50. And I think it's also the same in words that have like an O-O-N-E. Yes, Boone like Daniel has. Boone. Yeah. I don't know why, but yes. It has not changed in UEB. <coughs> okay. Yeah, that much is good to know. I thought that was so, but I wasn't sure. And the same probably be true in Minestrone. Probably. I haven't looked for a while. I haven't seen that word for a little while, but if I see it, I'll look. So the only <laughs> consistency I can see is that if the O-N-E is at the end that isn't pronounced the usual way, then write it out. Okay, we have sorry, we have Estelle with a hand raised. Go ahead. Thank you. Just from listening to the conversation, it sounds to me like when it's a proper name, a proper noun, like a name or a foreign word like minestrone, you know, and that's kind of like an Italian word that that may be the times when they decide not to use the contraction because that might be more confusing. And I'm not sure, but that just sounds from the conversation that might be part of it too. Thank you. Over. Could be. Um, we have a telephone number, area code 702. Can you identify yourself? Um. Yes, hi, this is Jewel. Um, I just wanted to let you know first that um, your OneTap mobile was still requiring password and the Zoom um, link was not working. Um, it required password and I put in the password and it was incorrect. So I just wanted to let you know that. Um, but I wanted to mention about the Logitech K380 for Jill. Um, at this time, you cannot type in Braille on that, but I have requested it with Apple Accessibility as an option where you could type with like the ASD and the, um, you know, so like three keys on one side and three keys on the other. If you want to reach out to Apple Accessibility and also request it, the more people request it, the more likely they'll do it. So, um, but yeah, okay, so I use that Thank key you all the time. Yep. Thanks, Jewel. I'll definitely call and request it. Cool. Hey, very good, thanks. Okay, um, next we have Dolan. Well, thanks. Um, I also want to contribute to that first one about Hermione. Um, I have the um, rules of English Braille in front of me. Great. And this is from uh, for the contraction O-N-E dot five O, this is 10.7.6. And it says, use the initial letter contraction for one or O-N-E when the letters it represents are pronounced as one syllable or are in a word ending with the letters O-N-E-Y, like honey or money, right. or are in the words uh, honest, monetary, and their derivatives. So monetize would be in there too. 
Say that again. So the word monetize would be a relative of monetary. Exactly. Yes. And then there are a couple of exceptions. Like you said, it can't follow another O as in Boone. And um, I think that's about it on the O-N-E. And actually, Hermione is listed in its rules of um, exceptions, as well as like C anemone. You wouldn't use it. And that's not in the at the end. So I thought the anemone. Maybe it is. Yeah. But yeah. So no, I don't that's think what you I need got. The there, right? Right. You do not because it's not in one syllable. So, yeah. And thank you. And is not one of these special words. Correct. Okay. Very good. Thanks for the research. My pleasure. Appreciate that. Um, we have Beth with our hand raised as well again. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say too, um, I was just thinking about like names with um, O-N-E like Dion, just say the name. Um, uh, I think I'm right when they do write out the O-N-E. I, I might look kind of funny if they didn't. So, so I do know that, that Dion has like, so maybe, maybe um, can't think of anything else that, that has O-N-E at the end, but maybe, maybe other names, they um, uh, write that O-N-E out. Now, I don't know what Hermione is. I don't know <laughs> if that's a proper name or what, but well, as, as she said, the O-N-E is polysyllabic and does, is not one of those little special group like uh, honey, money, mo uh, monetize, honest, monetary, um, honestly. Okay, any derivative of honest, honey, or money. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, it mm -hmm. does, if, it is, if the O-N-E is followed by a Y or preceded by an O and yeah, then let's see if it's followed by a Y you can use the O-N-E if it's preceded by an O you cannot if mm. it's not one of those little special words like yeah, honey, money, monetize, monetary honest, right. then, you, then you write it out Mm. Most of the time, the O and E will be at the end if you have to write it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I hadn't taken English for a long time, so maybe I didn't need to go back and uh, look at that too. It actually <laughs> brings up another question related to O and E of my own. <laughs> but uh, if anyone else has a hand up, yeah, go ahead. We have no more raised hands at this time. Okay, then I'll ask mine. Um, Okay, I'll see if this is covered. In the word, say, stoned, uh, they write O, N, then E, D sign. And true, it's not one of the special words like honey, money, and honest, but it's monosyllabic. So why can't you, why do they write out the O, N, and then E, D sign instead, uh, unlike what they do with timer, and named and some of these others where they go ahead and use the dot five contraction. Um, we have Dolan with the hand raised. Yeah, I know the answer. I was just going over this one. Um, the strong group signs take preference over the initial letter group signs 
Um, And ED is a strong sign. Right, exactly. ED is a strong sign, unless the other form would save more space. So as far as I can tell, it really is very, it definitely applies to the O&E because like you could use O&E at the end of telephone, but you could not at the end of telephoned because you need to use the ED as it takes preference. Um, Same with stone and stoned. Okay, very good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> oh, and I did find I'm one word. I'm learning more than you guys are. I found one word with the O-N-E so far in the middle of it, and that is in the word Cantonese, where you would really? not be using that O-N-E. You'd have to write it out. Okay, right. But right. there's a bunch of examples there. Anyway, that's all for okay, me. Thank well, you. good. Good point. Thanks. Um, we have no further exams. Okay, uh, I have some questions I had written up um, the last time I did this, and I don't think we went over these. We went over some of them, but not all. And so um, I suppose I will start with the number seven of the group I already have, unless somebody else has something. Beth raised a hand. Okay, go ahead. Beth? Did you unmute? Can you unmute? Um, Beth has not unmuted. Oh. Okay, there she am, am I? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. There you are. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of uh, stuck on like with um, the UEB like. Sometimes I find like in magazines, you know, they bold or, you know, I'm confused between like bold and, and italics. Like, um, I don't know, like okay. when to do like, um, is bold. Like if you like just do a certain word. Yes. Uh, they're trying to follow print and usually in you, in EBA, they used to just use, the same mark for italics that they would use the, 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 the italics mark to represent any special typeface. And now we have these special indicators. If print says bold, do it. If print says italics, do it. If print says underline, do it. And if print even says <laughs> script, you can do it. And even small right. capital letters, you can do it. And they each have a, a special indicator. And each they all follow the same format, let's say. Um, after the first cell indicator for the typeface you have, if it's a single character, you can have that flexibility now. You can you can bold or italics, whatever, a single character if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is dot two three. You have your special typeface indicator and then dot two three. And that's really all you need for that. Uh, if you have an italicized or bold or underlined word, then you have your special indicator, your typeface indicator, and then just dot two. And then it gets a little more complicated if you have more than two words, consecutive words, that are in the special typeface. You have your special typeface indicator, then a drop G before the whole thing. Ooh. And that, that even means before any capitalization. Right. Or punctuation. 
Um, then at the end of your three words or more, you have that same special typeface indicator and then a dot three to say, okay, back to normal print. Oh, okay. And special indicators are, the most common one you'll see is italics, of course. And that's dot mm-hmm. four six, just like it used to be. But Cause right, I... if, if you're italicizing a single character, you'd have your dot, did I say two, three, uh, four six. Your dot four six. Okay. And then if it's a single character, you have your dot two three and then mm-hmm. your character. Right. If yeah. That yeah. We're bold and a single character. Oh, so. mm-hmm. You'd have dots four five and then your two three. Your two three saying just one character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it goes back to normal. Uh, if it's a word in italics, then you'd have dot four six, then dot two and then your word okay that's where this dot two comes from like because i know in the braille monitor they have um i think the names are bold like when they say like who wrote the um whatever article it is um i thought yes i've seen that first it was passage indicator but it's bold then right right so if it's two words joe smith uh it's only two words so you'd have like you're in mm-hmm. its bold, you'd have uh, dot four five, then dot two, then your cap P A T space, then I mean whatever it was, Joe, uh, J O E <laughs> space, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever the name was, then uh, four five, then two, and then your cap Smith. Mm-hmm. Now if that were Joe Q Smith, now you're up to three. The, the Q would be considered a word. And it gets oh. into another small can of words. But anyway, maybe let's say uh, John Paul Smith, so we can get out of the talking about something else. But, okay, uh, John Paul Smith. Okay, then you'd have your passage indicator. Well, I'm sorry, I'm back getting ahead of myself. Your 4-5 for bold, then your drop G for your passage indicator, then your cap. John space cap Paul space cap Smith. Then have your bold indicator four or five again, and then your dot three to say okay and the bold. Oh, okay. And italics works the same way. If they were writing that name in italics, it would be four six cap. No, yeah, four six. Then your drop G cap John. Space Cap Paul Space Cap Smith four six dot three. So and terminate the italics. So so it's not it doesn't make a difference when you write italics or or bold, right? It's the Sounds same like... kind of formatting, yeah. Oh, Whether it's one, oh, okay. One character has your dot two three with your special indicator. A word has your dot two with your special indicator ahead of it. And a passage, if it's, which is to say three words or more, then you use your indicator, then your drop G, then your passage, then your indicator, then dot three at the end. Okay. And the same, same goes for underline, but it's dot four, five, six instead of just four, five. Oh, four, five, six, and then, then like the same. Four, so four, five, six, and then the word, and then the end, which is um, 
can't think of. Normally, you only need the Terminator in a passage. The uh, oh, end character okay. and end were self-explanatory. Okay. The yabbit with that is if only if part of a word is in special typeface, then they use the word indicator your dot to, and also a terminator within the word. But that's eh, that's a little muddy, but <laughs> that's in there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't think I've seen that. I think you know if I've seen underline, it's been like more than a word, well, like more words. Um, than than one word. <laughs> yeah, it's a little involved, but it, it it takes longer to explain it than to understand it. It's really not as complicated. Yeah, it just takes. A yeah, I think if to. I see it, I think sometimes I've got to see it before I can say whether whether I understand it or not. So, so what I so. almost got into that's eh, tangential but important is <clears throat> if instead of a middle name in that passage it were just an initial, then unlike EBAE, you have to put a grade one indicator in front of set initial. Like if it mm. were a middle initial J, a person reading it would know it's just an um, initial J, but a computer doesn't. A computer says, oh, J is a contraction for just. So, yeah. right, you get the idea. So, so you unless that middle click. initial is an A, I, or O, which doesn't have a contraction to go with it, you know, a single letter right. contraction to go with, and so it would understand that. So, just you could underline or put a period, like, like if it's a J initial, like I think that's what I've seen, like a period, like just say John right. R. And you and I know that's just an initial when there's a period there, but the computer doesn't. Right. Uh, the the decision was just period. And you know mm -hmm. that J means just. Yeah. But John Q public, the computer doesn't know that Q isn't quite. <laughs> so you have to put a five <laughs> yeah. six in front of the Q to say this just a Q computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the so computer may do a lot, but doesn't know doesn't have the brain like we do. <laughs> right. Yeah. No intuition at all. Okay. So, does that cover it? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll just, sure. Um, Wait, I finally knew something. <laughs> yeah. So, when is Valine going to, is he still on vacation? Yes. Uh, was it okay. in India, I think? And oh, I wow. think he'll be back cool. next week. And okay, he's sounds not, good. Uh, he extended it for a few more anymore. weeks. Um, okay. So, maybe next month. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, oh my. We have Linda Pai with a raised hand. Um, suppose you wanted to bold and capitalize an entire phrase. Would the terminator for the capitalization be before the terminator for the bolding or yes. after the term? It would be before the terminator for the bolding. I'm reasonably sure of that. Okay. And I think I've seen this both ways that um, the punctuation, if there's a punctuation mark after, I think it usually goes inside the terminator. But that that may depend on the logic of the situation. If if the punctuation mark applies to the whole phrase, that's you know, and only part of the phrase is has a special typeface, 
I think you can get by with putting the punctuation mark outside the indicator, but I think it's usually inside. Um, I think it's a case of follow print, but of course, if you don't have access to the print, <laughs> you know, just kind of have right. to go with your gut. Well, with print, it, it, it doesn't apply in print because it's just, That's you true. don't have to, yeah, you don't have to tell I don't yourself. Know if there's a way to, if you have a, an italicized phrase, I don't know if the comma afterward is written differently or not. No, I don't think it would be. Very okay. Be. Well, thank you. So the capital indicator, capital terminator, I'm almost sure, goes inside the special type base indicator. In fact, the cap, cap, cap thing to start the capitalization goes inside the uh, special type base indicator at the beginning. So I'm almost sure of that. Okay, um, we have no more raised hands at the moment. Okay, we still have time. Okay, well, if there's nothing else, I could always entertain folks, if you want to call it that, <laughs> with um, a couple of things of my own here that are a little, a little less murky. Okay, let's try this. Oh. Which of the following foreign modifiers can be specifically represented in UEB? A, Spanish accent mark, the acento, if you will, the acute mark. B, tilde, above a letter, which in Spanish almost always is an N. In Portuguese, it could be over an A, or I'm not sure what else. That little snaky thing, like in senor. Or... Let's see, where was I? C, umlaut, as in spetzel, that double dot thing that sideways colons goes over an A, O, or U, or in certain names like Bronte over the E. D, sedella, that curly Q that goes under a letter, generally C, like in a name like Francois. You see it in French all, all the time, and I think Portuguese too. E, grave accent, again, that's usually French. Um, uh, in a, a expression like voila or chicken a la king, you have that grave over one of the A's. Or F, circumflex, which you might see in Clemfresh. It's uh, like an upside down V over a letter. G, all the above. I'll go over all that. Which of the, in UEB, which of the foreign modifiers can specifically be represented? A, Spanish accent mark. B, tilde, as in senor. D, sedilla, as in Francois. E, grave accent, as in voila. F, circumflex, as in crème fraîche. Uh, G, all of the above. We have Beth with a raised hand. I would say all, all of the above, but um, I have trouble with knowing the acute accent versus um, the grave accent. Well, trouble or not, you're right. Go. <laughs> all of those can be represented specifically, which is great because under EBAE, 
all you could do was put a dot four in front of the affected letter and hope people knew what it was supposed to be or didn't care. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah and in, um, in Spanish or German, that's okay. But in right. French or Italian or many other things, God help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Now we can really was, tell. Yeah. I did Until UEB, I did not know that Allah King had a grave over that first A and not an acute mark or a who knows what. So it's just, uh, to me, it's just nice to know that stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because when I was in high school, that was way before UEB. But then um, uh, uh, tilde would 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 be pronounced N N E A. That would that would be right. our sign. Yeah. Yes, in Spanish Braille, that is how they represent it. Just the E R sign. Yeah. Uh, but if you're writing a Spanish word in English Braille, like the name Pena. It's uh, and you're probably writing English Braille. It'd be cap P E four five E R sign N A. Oh, so it's but so the, it's just four five E R. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I've seen that. Come to think of it, four five E R sign. Right. If they're writing Senor, yeah, S E four five E R N O R. Yeah. And again, now, if you're writing Spanish Braille, it's just ER, right, but then you lose almost all the other contractions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you've, got your, yeah. you've got your single space indicators for uh, A acute, I acute, O acute, U acute, did I forget E, uh, and your tilde. But other than that, your INs and ENs and ERs and all that happy stuff, ESTs, you got to write it out. <laughs> Yeah, and like the um, A L L Y, like uh, you know, now they write it out like in I hate uh, that, yes, yeah, <laughs> and and um, yeah, some of the contractions like D D, I I like writing it out because some people may think it's just, uh, it's a period because it's the right. same. And that's, that's why they yeah. got rid of it. I understand why they got rid of most of the ones that they did, but I sure miss them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Especially that one. ALLY is yeah. so clunky. Uh, I've shouted to everyone that'll listen that why didn't they just put a dot four above the dot six and keep their ALLY? Maybe dot four six Y <laughs> already meant something else. I don't know. But if it doesn't, yeah. I wish they'd do that. <laughs> yeah. I know Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out the alignments of the, the dots, like Belene said, with M and SH. It's kind of hard when oh, you've yeah. got uh, something beside, like, you know, like my or shy. I can, I can figure out the alignment with, with that. But if you got like other letters, that's when it gets a little hard. You know, I kind of, yeah, I try not to scrub. Yeah. I try not to scrub, but it's still. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. just a matter of practice, practice, practice. Right. <laughs> you will get better. Uh, yeah. When I was first learning Braille, um, my mother wrote out some stuff for me to look at. And I was just learning the contractions. And I thought, wait a minute, what's STND? It took me a while to figure out it was a capital A before before I learned the A and D sign. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that comes with practice. 
but it's best to learn it. I learned it when I was five, so I oh, I, I always wow. had trouble You've been with at it. them. Yeah, I always had trouble with M and S H. Okay, yeah, context yeah. is probably the best answer. I have, yeah, I'm the other yeah. half on the phone, and I have to tell you what threw me. And I was in probably about first or maybe second grade, and I remember trying to read, "Mommy, what's F S E E?" And oh, uh, she came over. It is two C. Uh, <laughs> I back in the EBAE <laughs> days when you could do that, uh huh. <laughs> For you all that have just started with uh, UEB, uh, back in the happy old days, or in some ways happy. Um, <laughs> I think they're much happier. The, in the old days. <laughs> two sign, if you had T O in front of a word, it was just a dropped F or two, three, five, and it went right up against the next word. So 2C was just dropped F-S-E-E, all written together. Can't mm-hmm. do that no more. But mm-hmm. in, yeah, uh, okay. in EBAE, that's mm-hmm. how it was. Right. So you pro- since there's so much still written out there in EBAE, you probably will see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you have, like, older books, I have um, mm-hmm. things I've brailed with it before I even, like, on CD. And uh, CDs labeled before I even started with um, UEB, so I <laughs> still have the mm-hmm. old, yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Any other hands? Uh, no other raised hands at the moment. Okay, we'll go on to another one. Real toughie. Tactile braille can be generated with any of these, but a a braille writer. B, a slate and stylus. C, an electronic embosser. D, a refreshable braille display. E, an abacus. We have Michael with a raised hand. Let's go with abacus. You can't, I don't think you can do anything with an abacus. I think you're quite right. You, it's a friend you can always count on, but no real no Count on him, yeah. No <laughs> All right. Okay. You're bad, honey. Thank you. Okay. And here's here's one of those um, might call it a policy question. Not exactly, but okay. An electronic contracted braille document that's like in an electronic braille form can be transcribed into print more accurately a using ueb b using ebae c using either one d using egyptian hieroglyphics We have Hannah with a raise hand. No takers? Gone swifty. Yep, with UEB. And that's one of the main reasons that they invented UEB, actually, for back translation, because they're having so much trouble getting. uh, It was one thing to translate print documents into Braille, but then take that Braille electronic file and translate it back to print, they're having all kinds of problems. And that's why UEB. And it's not perfect, but it's a lot better. Um, Beth also raised. Oh, here's one that only a few people will probably know. 
Any yeah, other yeah, I have. Way? I had um, raised hand. I, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, with go the, ahead. With with the print with um, yeah, yeah. I, when I used to have uh, documents printed in Braille, or I used to use the embosser in, in high school. Yeah, I. I noticed, of course, the old computers like dollar sign P was paragraph. I used the Apple IIe would would braille that like, um, but now I think it'd be a lot better. I um, it brailled most of the contractions, but I yeah, it was a little kind of not as good. <laughs> but I bet now it's better, right? Because they in fact yeah, in they UEB used... they do have paragraph and section indicators. Uh, oh, yeah. I believe it's not 4.5P and not 4.5S. Okay. So 4.5 is like when they start a new section and then they have the title of. Yeah. And that's of course, only. They, normally they'll just show you that by so many, you know, a blank line or indentation. But. Right. Uh, sometimes they actually have an indicator, you know, a print indicator for a paragraph or section. And that's. The rare occasion when you'd have to use that. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, yeah. I started with a Braille embosser too in 1988. Before a uh, an ex friend of mine wrote a program that would uh, take electronic regular text off of my PC and load it up to a computer that could actually work on it, and then I didn't <laughs> have to, to use the embosser. It turned out, but the few times I did. As he put it, it sounded like you take a uh, put throw half a dozen golf balls in a dryer and fire it up. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. Those embossers were well. Mine was kind of loud. The the even in high school, you know, I um ag actually elementary school I started, but but yeah, I I I wasn't used to loud noises. That was even louder. Oh boy. Um, yeah, yeah. I still need to try to get my my um embosser i'm not even using it because it wasn't working it was like it was tractor fed paper which you was the type that you um look for the yep. fold and you tear it off and that yep. was like stringing paper all over oh you know. i believe it <laughs> so i, I don't even know it. how to fix it how to get it fixed because like it would write a little bit on one paper like wasting maybe over half the the paper and oh, it could it, yeah and i can't even get it fixed i i think i i still have it but i unplugged it because i'm not even using it so right the first thing i had was a versa point and uh what do they call it versa braille maybe it was versa braille and that sucker was almost the size of a an electric range <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah yeah and i i used um First one I had, I don't, I don't know um, what it was, but I used a program called Megadots, and then I used hmm, Duxbury. Okay. So I don't know if Duxbury uh, is still in business, but I think they are. If I get it fixed, maybe I should call uh, Duxbury about like where I can get that fixed, and because I bet a new one costs an arm and a leg, especially this time. <laughs> yeah. As far as I knew, Duxbury was just software, but maybe they make hardware too. Is yeah, I don't a place know. <laughs> in Florida? It's a friend of mine, I thought, had gotten uh, one of her things fixed, and I thought it had Duxbury 
had to do with Duxbury. I may be wrong, but I thought there was a place in Florida that they had to send it off to and had to send it off a second time because it hadn't been fixed correctly. Yeah, the software oh, that geez. runs refreshable Braille devices and I, I guess embossers as well. Uh, I'm almost sure Duxbury writes that. I mean, they're not the only place, but they do. And in fact, you can even, if you know what you're doing, have your display show in um, EBAE or UEB. Mm-hmm. Mine um, might be uh, EBAE because it's older. Yeah. Probably. We have Michael Moore with a raised hand. And just sure. a time check, we have five minutes for the hour. Okay, real quick about the uh, the software that runs Braille displays. There's actually a that a software that screen readers use. I think it's called LibLouie, and okay. the software actually runs the display. So even if you have a newer screen reader, uh, let's say for example NVDA and or JAWS or whatever, if you have the latest version of the screen, at least for example JAWS, it should you know it, most generally will have the latest version of LibLouie. So more than likely has all the updated rules for UEB and stuff right. like that. So you can always, because what I, what I, what I did with my jaws, this has been about a year or so ago is after I took the uh, transitioning to UEB course from Hadley, I changed my jaws setting for translating Braille instead of using AB, uh, EBAE. I set it to, for UE, for UEB. Oh, that's uh, I didn't idea. know there was a connection. So since Jaws is a screen, oh, yeah. I didn't think yeah. it was yeah. related to Braille at all. But interesting. No, now yeah, I have, because, you know, Go ahead. Go ahead, Beth. Oh, sorry. Um, I have system access. So so um maybe I ought to ask them how to do it, how to like if I if I have the um Braille unboss or like how to if I can change it to UEB, is that what you're saying? Right. I don't know. I'm not sure about the embosser, but I know what the with the refreshable braille display, if you ha if you're using your screen reader on your PC, I don't know how it works on smartphones like iOS or Android. I don't know how that works on there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll defer to almost anybody on a tech question. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Michael. You got it. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, hey, anyone else? Um, no other raised hands, but we okay, do have... here comes an interesting one, then. <clears throat> okay, we have three In minutes to the hour. Point. I'm sorry? I was just saying we have three minutes to the hour. Okay, well, maybe we can shoehorn this one in. Uh, in New York Point, which probably all of you remember, right? Letters were represented by tactile arrays of one or two dots vertically by up to as many as how many horizontally? A, three, B, four, C, five, D, six. Okay, I'll, I'll say that again, a little bit awkward. In New York Point, which is a popular tactile reading system popular in the early 1900s in this country, not in England, Letters were represented by tactile arrays of one or two dots vertically by up to as many as how many horizontally? A, three, 
B4, C5, D6. We have no resistance. Okay, going once, going twice. Answer, drum roll, four. So uh, a letter in New York point could be two, two, two up or down, up one or two up or down, by one or two or three or four across. I've never learned New York point, and unless you're a Braille historian, there's probably no point. <laughs> New York or otherwise. Okay, so I think we're about to the end, aren't we, Ibrahim? Yes. Sorry, I mispronounced that again. Um, okay, well, so who do we feature next week? Um, next week, we will have a poll star, Michael Moore. Oh, good old Michael Moore. He's he's quite the expert. He's been on these calls for a long time. Uh, even before this program, he was at the Hadley call, so... He knows his stuff. Okay. And he'll be talking about um, his own experiences, what, I suppose. Wait, what's up with Hadley now? It's not the same well, as it was. Th th they have changed their direction, shall we call it? And mm. instead of the one-on-one -on -one kind of instruction that they used to do, like they'd send you... Uh, cartridges or hard copy braille or right. braille files mm -hmm. and so forth uh, and you report to an instructor nice and personal no more now it's all about podcasts so you go to their website find the podcast you want and listen to it whenever you want I'm not even sure how you I, I guess you have an instructor you report to surely you do but it's all about you have to go and get it and you got to be a little techie mm-hmm yeah, yeah, because I do podcasts. I would probably have to update my emails because, because so so I do podcasts and then I get an assignment. Sounds like, or right. have to. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You know, I don't like that approach as well. It's it's handy. You don't need as much staff. So from their standpoint, it's definitely handier, but it doesn't have the personal touch. I don't think. No. Yeah, because I'm curious. So I, I, yeah, I didn't like how that embracing Braille ended. It just kind of seems like everybody was upset and they just kind of just all of a sudden ended it, which I think they still have it on. They do. And they um, send but recordings, but we since, never listen to uh, I like Valine a lot, and I think he got shafted along with several other people. And so I'm Bye, very happy to follow him out here at East Bay. Yeah, the, the yeah. two calls are at about the same time. They have a half hour overlap. So sorry, Hadley. Yeah, yeah, sorry. We're on to bigger and better things. <laughs> but yeah, how about Elise Heinrich? Because because she kind of got kind of had to leave um, too. Then I just uh, we wind minutes after the hour. Okay, so I guess we need to wind this up. Yeah. And next next week is, is the fifteenth, and as Abraham told us, that will be uh, Michael Moore, who's okay. quite the expert, and we mm -hmm. will. So I guess we're ready to land this little buggy. 
Well, thank you. Well, thank all of you. Um, and I probably learned more than you guys did. <laughs>